did you get back in? I mean, I who left the door open? You gotta lock your doors. You gotta start locking your doors. <laughs> we were sure we got rid of it. So my wife and I have recently been watching all of the Marvel movies. Um, she hasn't really seen yeah. any of them. I haven't seen like a good chunk. Yeah, I like those movies now. I went through like watching all of them uh, right when Infinity War and, and then Endgame came out. So because like my dad hadn't seen most of them either. I think we. I think he saw like the Iron Man movies, and then that was kind of it. So we just kind of had a whole binge of watching all the movies. And I know I'm super duper behind on all of the uh, Marvel cinematics. Yeah, but... There are some that like I kind of wanted to skip when we were doing my run through because like Thor one and two. <laughs> oh, you don't like those? <laughs> I skipped Captain Marvel. I haven't seen yeah. that one yet. I, I still haven't seen it. I have my gripes about the movies, but like for the most part, I thought they were like really enjoyable. Um, I feel like Marvel is pretty good, and I might even say better than most when it comes to like continuity as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, over the course of their films, yeah. like you can always see that Stephen Strange has the scars on his hands. You can right. I thought it was weird where after Endgame, when Spider-Man comes back, he's still in high school and all of his friends were still the mm-hmm. same age. And I thought to myself, yeah, I'm wondering what? if like, maybe just they all died, too. Uh, yeah, right? I, that's that's kind of what they talk about in uh, what is it? It's Spider-Man Far From Home. Far from home. They say that everybody got blipped for the most part, except like a couple kids when Thanos snapped his fingers <laughs> yeah. and destroyed all the actors. They need to be the same age. Got yeah. blipped. Yeah, exactly. pretty much. And everybody that's middle-aged doesn't really matter. Paul Rush is going to look the same anyway. I wonder if, uh, like, over time, you know, if they just, like, keep going with the Marvel movies, um, if it's going to become something like uh, like Doctor Who, where God, eventually oh, fuck. they just... No, but uh, where eventually, like, you just... So much stuff has been established. So many rules of the world have been established and things that, that new stories have to be written where it's just like... Yeah, we're just ignoring that part of the continuity now. <laughs> That's just what comics do. This is just a really expensive visual yeah. novel. Yeah. yeah. I also think, like, I wonder how these movies, first off, are going to stand up to the test of time. You know, is it going to be as impactful in 10, 15 years or whatever right. when we have no. our kids watch it, theoretically? Say so these are the I mean, Iron Man yeah. One was still pretty fucking fun. Iron Man One is. Cool. I'd say Iron Man One is That's one of the insane. only good ones. Oh really? You don't? You're really? not really too much a fan. John Favreau, come on. John, John Favreau doesn't great. make. He doesn't make misses. No, John Favreau's great. Take a He only makes hits. Also like did all of Marvel now. Uh, Isn't that Kevin Feige or whatever the fuck his name is? I know John Favreau did a lot of them, but his main project now is The Mandalorian. I know. Take why do you think The Mandalorian's a bop? Come on. Uh, it's Mandalorian's great. I know, I'm talking about John Favreau. Right. Okay. So what about him? That just John Favreau, that he, the, the ones that he directs and writes are great, and all the other ones yes. are trash? I wouldn't say they're all trash. I just say they're pretty basic. I mean, you guys are categorically <laughs> skipping Thor 1 and 2. Thor 2, I'm most not, of I all. Liked Thor, I liked Thor 1 and 2. I don't know what. Oh, I God. Don't, like, I'm not going to say that the writing in those was amazing. Well, good. I think it's a good movie. Why and Why does he go from Shakespearean Thor to bro Thor in half the movies? Because I think when his when he first comes to Earth, he's Shakespearean. It makes sense. Thor, it makes sense right? in the first one. Right. It makes sense in the first one for him to be fucking Nordic Shakespearean Thor. Right. But for him to go back and forth on that during half the Avenger movies, what kind of fucking... Oh, I went back to Asgard and suddenly I'm, I've, I've reset. My character's reset. I have the hammer again. People do that. It's because they didn't write the, they didn't make the Thor movies because they were like, oh, we want to make a Thor movie. They made the Thor movies so that they could explain the continuity. And it's still unapologetically stupid. But yeah. Captain America, the first one, is literally just backstory for the whole universe. Yeah, that's it. And then that's the, a that's oh, yeah. a dumb fucking second, reason to make a movie. America. Don't give Captain America his own movie. But they gotta. That's but, that's, ca- but the second one is so good. Yeah, the Winter Soldier's good, but have him have the second half of mean, Thor. Okay, I have a little gripe about Winter Soldier, but I want to talk about Cap- the ahead. first Captain America movie first. Is I think it's Go ahead. it's important because not it it's that's the kickoff for the whole fucking mm-hmm. thing. Why is that not important? 
Why do you think Iron Man is the no, kickoff? It's, it's not. Iron Man is the kickoff for the current <laughs> timeline. But oh Captain America is where everything starts. Yes, that's where the ooh, that's where the chronological timeline begins. But what about uh, I don't know the Dark World where before time when the Dark Elves were there? Is that not the the kickoff for the actual timeline? If we're talking about ooh, the actual timeline, we're talking about literal time. So yeah, that would probably be Yeah, the... shut the fuck up. Okay, but 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 hold on. For the cinematic universe and the cinematic mm-hmm. parts, I feel uh, like For the Avengers. For the Avengers. For the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like them doing the Captain America movie is their way of explaining how Captain America gets there. It's an integral part of the mm-hmm. storyline. It is literally that. Yeah. I'm saying don't make it its own movie because for one thing, it's insufferably boring. It's yeah. not. I'm supposed to watch Chris fucking Chris Evans. That's Chris Evans. Evans. I'm gonna watch Chris Evans' adult, mature man face on a tiny boy's body. Yeah, that was for 30 minutes just to be fucking jarred by it. That was good. Just so that he can come out and fucking. Oh, I'm swole now, How but I stole my taller. ideals. Yeah, taller, bigger, points. stronger. Ooh, yeah. people are gonna be on my dick. Yeah, the one, the just they, take uh, all that information, break it down, and throw it in the other movies, just like they've been doing. Or they could make uh, they can make shorts. Like um, one of the things that, but, uh, again, bringing it back to Doctor Who, um, before like before the 50th anniversary special, they had a little like short, like eight minute short, where they explained how the Doctor at the end of the first run of the show like became the one that is now in the 50th anniversary special. So the, it was like, that's all you needed was just a little bit of, here's some context, some like uh, whatever hand wavy kind of context. And here's some character development to kind of get them into that but, state and we can move forward. But so you can do that with like yeah, Captain yeah, America and Thor. They could have in theory, oh, no. but if they Marvel's didn't helpless. make, if they did not, I'm going to ignore that. If they did not make <laughs> Captain America okay. its own movie... Oh, I'm going to... Listen! If they didn't make Captain America its own movie, Marvel Studios might not have been able to afford doing the rest of the movies the way that they did it. If they made Captain America a mm. short, Marvel Studios wouldn't have the same amount of reputation. They wouldn't have the same amount of funding. They had to make it a movie for... Did it really have I don't, that thing I don't, I disagree. You'd, okay, okay. Not, not in like a... Financially? Well, all I'm saying is that if they didn't make Captain America his own movie to begin with, the first Captain America movie would have been... The Avengers, and that's not a Captain America right. movie. That's the. Avengers. I think that would have been and cool because Civil War is basically fine. an Avengers movie, and it's still a Captain yeah. America movie. Because not all the Avengers awesome. are in it, though. Because if Thor okay, and Hulk, Hulk is were not in it, it, that would have been an Avengers movie, hands down. Okay, but if Thor and Hulk were fighting, Avengers two point five. If they could go yeah, against each other, then it'd be fine. Sure, it's half the Avengers. Yeah. You okay, have to br- so, you have to bring the, the the power tier down to make it make sense because there's right. no Ultron to fight. Right. There's no Thanos goon to fight in so, the meantime so, to keep Hulk busy. So and off screen. I'm not saying that Captain America is a great, well written, super important to everything that Marvel Studios is. I'm saying that if they made it a short, I don't think Captain America would have had as big of an impact. All, I feel okay. like it could have had more hype if they had done it that way. So I, that, like the second one, could we could have entered into it going, oh yeah, this is way, way cooler. Yeah, I, I, I agree that not having his own movie undermines his character. Really? But if you had him appear in the first Avengers and have him, you know, do all the shit and lead everybody, yeah. that would have been even better to me. Honestly. Yeah. Hmm. Take all of his, his tidbits, because the only two important things that we need to know from the Captain America movie is that... The serum exists, and the Tesseract exists. That's it. Right. Red Skull? I could give a fuck about Red Skull. He's not important. Even in Endgame, he's not important. Right. Right. I'm just the dude who leads you to the thing that I cannot have. Right. It's like, oh, cool, it's the guy. It's the Nazi. Yeah, that's it. But that's about it. It was, that was his whole importance was just like, oh, cool, it's that guy. That's it. That's it. If the Avengers movie was (laughs) the first Avengers, Captain America. Right. That would have been hype as fuck. Hmm. And just not, and just don't even, don't even show us that. Have it be in the theater. Have that be the tagline in the theater. And just be like, Captain America's here. He's going to save the day with the shield. He's going to do the thing. And then he would have been cool in that movie. And then, you know, going into the second one, which then would have been the first actual Captain America movie. 
there have been way more hype for it. Oh yeah, we could oh, have really we could have really done some more stuff with the Winter Soldier. I we could have really delved into his character and took away the veneer of being Captain America. Mm-hmm. Captain. I will also say though, I fucking turned him. Sorry, look at him. I don't really like the second Captain America movie only because really? I don't think it should be called the Winter Soldier. It's a good movie. I like the way that it's written. But it's not. I feel like I, this was my this was my thing when I first saw it. Also, was it's it's good. I like that Bucky's in it. I like that the Winter Soldier is a thing. But it's not about him. So why is it? It's called? the Hydra movie. Exactly. It should have been like right. Captain America, like Return of Hydra or some shit like that. I only read X Men growing up. Yes, Wolverine. We know. Yes, uh, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Jump in. You've been oddly. I need backup here, bro. Trying, trying to. I mean, I'm just not into all these kind of uh, superhero movies. I think they're just kind of like repurposed Ubermensch era, you know, war propaganda, and that just power fantasies. It feels like you know a little boy playing with action figures, and and I don't know. I just it doesn't feel moving to me. It just feels inauthentic. And just plot points moving around. <laughs> Sorry, I don't. So I, I guess we'll attack personally, but I I just think they're bullshit. <laughs> so you don't like the three act structure? You don't like the the, the very I standard mean, hero's journey that each character gets the, the exact same treatment? It's all the warrior. Stephen Strange is is Iron Man. A Tony Stark and Stephen Strange have the exact same movie. Yeah, yeah, cliche. But it's also like not what you just described because you described like. What is it? The Silver Age of comics, or whatever the fuck? Yeah, where the superhero comics emerge uh, from. Right, like that's the, the whole, golden like, age. Oh, right. That's that's. It's basically that's my biggest issue with like the first Captain America movie is that it tries to be like a Superman movie. It tries to be the I'm holier than thou. I'm the 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 goodest guy ever. Well, that's right? his point. Um, well, I know, but that's why I don't. I uh, I'm not into it. <laughs> uh, and then all the other Marvel movies don't do that right. though. That's that's one of the things that I think is the most appealing to, of the Marvel movies is that they took everybody's expectations of let's have this hero that's like, you know, holier than thou type thing and actually show them as like people who just happen to have powers. But I, um, and t- that's one of the reasons why Tony Stark is so, you know, banger, dude. Let's say X-Men does it better. Tony Stark, X-Men does it better. Also Marvel. <laughs> which which X-Men? As showing human sides does- as opposed to just warriors. Do you mean the films, or what? What what X Men yeah. are you referring to? Uh, for all the films I've seen, have I've you a... seen any X Men films? I've seen them all. I, what, what, there's there's pl- there's lots of X Men movies. I'm, I'm trying to figure I mean, out which I, ones. I can't think of any that doesn't seem to exemplify it. Maybe maybe when they're more like yeah, the first three or something. So it's more like they're in reality, unless like time traveling shit. Because <laughs> that's when it's just right. going so back totally to you agree know, with that. you're enough for war. I, I I do agree with that in the sense that X-Men, it has a lot more human connection to it. And mm. a while ago, this was also one of my problems with Thor, too. While he's my favorite, because Wolverine's my favorite Marvel hero ever. We don't have to talk about that. Everybody knows. <laughs> but Thor, I had a problem with him for a little while because of the power scale that he brings to the table. And yeah. Thor is supposed to be a god. He's a god. <laughs> god tier hero. Literal god. And then it's Batman with a suit instead of, yep. you know, it, 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 it's like money. selfish Batman. Just money. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, people. <laughs> and then the mantra and morality of <laughs> almost Superman, right? But only just like I'm a super person. Instead of being actually Superman, I feel like that's the role. Superman, that Captain but he can't America fly. Has. Right, that's the role that Captain America has. And then the mm-hmm. Hulk, which is just kind of angry. On the own. And also, how come the Hulk doesn't have any of his movies? There's no like standalone Hulk movies. They keep talking about how it's it's Ruffalo too hard to do a standalone Hulk. Hulk movie. Why? <laughs> because they always flop. I mean, that's fair. Can't find love. There's been three of them, and they all sucked, they all, except for the Ed Norton one. That one was okay, and that Edward one was Norton okay was to loosely right. lead into <laughs> right. the universe. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Okay, I didn't really consider that one that. came out. But I forget if that one came out before. After How much character growth can the dude have when it's just by the end of the movie, if he's not angry, he's not he's the Hulk anymore. Management yeah. therapy. It's just Bruce Banner. <laughs> and I hate. I let's talk about this. I fucking hate Smart Hulk. 
I totally I agree. hate Mark Ruffalo as Marvel. Totally He's agree. fucking. I totally agree. He's all suave and sophisticated, looking like Drake and shit. I thought it was like he's he's wearing the fucking sweaters and shit. Just funny, man. I thought it was funny. Like like Hulk's dicking bitches down. Right, he was like beast from. He's killing women. But so 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 I want to kind of circle back to Tom's point of X Men does a lot better job of portraying humanity in their heroes more so than Mm -hmm. the Avengers do. That's what I told. That's so? that yeah. I want to totally agree with that Thank statement. You. Can can you elaborate? Because I haven't seen the X Men movies in a long time, so um, sure. I can't remember any like human moments that really stood out. SK, did you have something to tag on? Yeah, I want to jump in there. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I mean, the X Men. Their story is about the subjugation of people. That that's They're the victims. human element. It's it's about subjugating people that are different than you. And that's why we like them. They're yeah, underdogs, yeah. but they shouldn't be. They well, they are the societal underdogs, not necessarily the physically capable underdogs. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, extent, they're, right? what their metaphor for what race or sexuality or something. I mean, I I recognize that we're talking about the X Men how. They do, quote, do it better, end quote, uh, which I still have not seen the reason for why, but there you go. Um, uh, I can, I could try to lay out a case. Yeah, but my point is that, 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 like, Tony Stark and, and everybody, like, they go through journeys of, like, having to deal with, with what's happening to them in their lives. They have people they're dealing with, and, and the, the, the big plot that they go through is just a metaphor for what is happening within their life. I think Tony Stark is the best example of this. Yeah. Captain America specifically, at least in my opinion, um, doesn't really go through any character growth because I think part of, you know, what they talk about with the serum is it amplifies Mm -hmm. everything about who you are more so than just your physical abilities. And I think some of his strengths and what adds to his character are the fact that this is my moral compass. I'm sticking to it, sticking to my guns, not changing. This is the way that I am. And I think this is the way that things should be. And that's his character. And I'm not trying to knock him for that, but I'm saying that I think Tony Stark has a much better total character arc from point A to point B, where you can actually see a lot of character development specifically in the third movie where he goes through those like panic attacks right mm-hmm. before age of ultron where he no 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 well i think that's a very realistic like uh, that's I'll a real person thing that's a real <laughs> that's like a real personal thing i'm not saying it isn't where where people get panic attacks from from whatever i don't have really experience with panic attacks but i was talking to a friend of mine uh on my way to the show about tony stark and you know, he said that from his own personal experience, the way that they portray Tony Stark in those situations is very, very real. The way that yeah. he has those panic attacks, the way that that event affects him and it affects his judgment and his outlook on like the rest of his character is very, very real. And it you feel that in the Iron Man or in the third Iron Man movie, you feel that in Civil War, you feel it in Age of Ultron, you feel it in infinity war and Endgame, and even in spider-man which okay. i fucking love tom holland as spider-man <laughs> just want to say a little soul I think face. he's God. the best i think he's he the has a goofy best face. no he's the best dude <laughs> i'm making a i'm he making a list of shit on later tom holland was my favorite part of civil war i loved him i loved him i loved it tom you uh you you uh, want to talk about X Men and how they do a better job, and I'm I'm curious what your yeah, Make yeah. Case. thoughts are on there. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I agree. Tony Stark, Bird uh, Downey Jr. really saved that role because he brought so much intelligence and nuance and like unapologetically human. Yeah, yeah, he's. Yeah. It, I'd say yeah, Iron Man is definitely my favorite of of the Avengers, but I actually just don't care about the other Avengers and their growth. I feel like they have these problems that are just set up, and they're not really authentic you know they're gonna overcome them it's just very staple so that people can relate to it but it's not getting into the gritty but then you have the x-men who they're starting out all of them are kind of isolated they are seen as different and abnormal because they have unique qualities they only use their powers to survive you know in a world that doesn't understand them that it's trying to 
maybe even crush them. And I just love that constant vulnerability. Like you got, you know, uh, what's his name with the the eyes? Um, Cyclops. Cyclops. I forgot the, his prior name. Uh, Scott Summers. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Summers. Like he's, you just go through that with him. And it's like so sad how he's just like, I can't open my eyes. That's like horrifying. It's like, you know, I don't care if Spider-Man shooting little goo out of his hands. <laughs> you know, it's just, that he, he that's makes a, that. That's a Tobey Maguire that. exclusive. Not, yep. He makes that. It's not, that's not a superpower. I actually right, thought yeah. that that was, that was the only way Spider-Man did it for a long time. Well, it depends on the movie. So did my yeah. wife. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? You're telling me Tobey Maguire lied yeah. to me? The ex? Yeah, really. <laughs> my wife Sam was like, how does he make that goo? And I was like, what do you mean? You saw him make it in Science. chemistry class. Yes. And she was like, "Doesn't he? Doesn't that like come out of his body?" And I was like, "No, that was literally no." It's different. I think him making it is also laughable. Uh, Making the web shooters is stupid. I I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I made it. I I made it. I'm a genius. I I made it. Everyone, no, 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 no. no. Spider Man. Oh, I'm really smart, so I can do stuff. I need web shooters so I can stay with my spider motif. Uh, I'm a genius, by the way. (laughs) Right. He is super. See, I don't like. I don't. I don't like that explanation. I don't. I think it's lazy. I have so much better ways of transport. Yeah. I have superpowers, and I'm really intelligent. But like more intelligent. Like I should be an MIT. Like I should be running MIT because I've made this super compartmentalized, super powerful web shit. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. How the fuck? Yeah, how exactly. the fuck do you make that? Yeah. It sticks, but it dissolves after an hour. And you can make it what? in a high school chemistry class. Is what they kind of allude to. I'm surprised he didn't make it under his bed. Yeah. <laughs> Jerking off. Yeah, he just collects the jar. Yeah. Well, what are they? The Peter Tingle. Well, that's what it's supposed to be a metaphor they for. They call isn't it, it? Peter, Peter, Peter Tingle. Peter Tingle in the second. Yeah. So in X Men, their powers are uh, can be you know are their Jeez. vulnerability. It's not just like the Avengers where their powers are just you know woo power fantasies. Yeah. You know, it's like they have to. Ch- X-Men had to transform it. Rogue mm. literally cannot touch another person. Yeah. That's fucking Rogue sad. Rogue literally cannot touch another person. She, she's my favorite like, ev- character. Ever again. Yeah. She cannot yeah. touch people. Or there's a possibility that she'll kill someone. Exactly. Because she doesn't know how to fully <laughs> right. control her powers. She kind of gets to we'll a see. point where she can, but she still can't, like... Like, that's fucked up, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's a really hard yeah. pill to swallow if you're a 16-year-old kid going through that which is you know where she starts she fucking <laughs> which is why the x-men does power as well yeah, right is because if it's it's like if you exist in the real world and suddenly you could control fire you wouldn't know how to do it it's not <laughs> no. a muscle no yeah but i mean i think i'm gonna burn down my fucking house <laughs> yeah, first exactly. of all no i think I, okay so so the muscle description though i think is a very very good way to look at superpowers specifically when it comes to like mutations and stuff because it is like a muscle where yeah but it's a muscle you've never used before no exactly but but you start off with it and it's really weak and the more you figure out about it the more you stretch this muscle the more you use it the better you become or like the stronger that muscle becomes right so the better you become with your power I, I think that that's a perfect analogy for the way that you should look at, uh, at a lot of superpowers, um, at least for the mutations, right? Because when it comes Maybe. to... Except for, like, Scott and his brother, because <laughs> fucking Cyclops okay. can't turn that shit on and off, right. and right. Havoc fucking blows buildings up. Yep. And I mean, it's the right. same with Rogue, right? Where, like, she can't... like she just, They can't like, dial it down, on. either. It's always on, right. And right. I, think, I think that's what is actually really versatile about superpowers, that it's not actually always like a muscle. Right. Right, that's one way to interpret it and kind of let a character kind of grow and, and develop through sure. through the use of their powers. Um, but another way is something like Rogue or Scott or whoever who like can't quite control it like ever. Uh, and that th- at that point, it's really more akin to something like a mental illness where you can't just power through. Right. I would say a disease. I would say more like an allergy, almost. Yeah, through the okay, metaphor yeah. of a mutation. I mean, all because they need, you know, they so need, it you, applies they to a lot of all these real world kind of issues that people have to deal with, and you can apply it in different ways right. and have it, you know, run in parallel in that way. I'm just saying, um, for, for that kind of power, it's it's more about physical intervention. Mm-hmm. We got to turn or it off. Put on a device. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put you inside the magnetic yeah. field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, how the fuck does that even work? <laughs> 
They're smart. Oh, whatever. Like... I think it's something about the light. It doesn't travel through certain spectrums or something. Okay. I don't know. Superpowers. <laughs> right. They're polarized. How does Iceman turn himself into ice? They're polarized. That's how. Polar that's bears. How oh, yeah. <laughs> Any shades will do. <laughs> yeah. You can't hurt me. These shades are Gucci. <laughs> <All right. laughs> no, Tom, uh, one of the things that you brought up was um, the whole, like, oh, it's just a power fantasy. So I wanted to address that as well. For the Avengers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think so. Do you think there's something wrong with there being a power fantasy? Well, it's. I say just it touches me more emotionally, uh, like the X Men's kind of powers that start as a dilemma and they have to figure out how to transform their powers into something that actually makes them stronger like it's a it's a survivor's tale you know it's um as opposed to iron spider-man i guess uh, the hulk's a little more of a victim but it's whatever he's the hulk (laughs) oh yeah the the, the hulk movie is fucking sad bro came and jerk off (laughs) just the avengers they just remind me of a bunch of military people that are like yeah let's go fucking bomb them and it's just like isn't that the point of civil war they, though but like yeah. they touch on it it's, like, it's addressing the, end, the power like, fantasy yeah but it doesn't actually <laughs> it's it's only they're saying we're a militaristic terrorist force and we need to be checked yeah it's just like uh, captain america doesn't agree but, but then they just go to the action scenes you know it's just they right. go always go back to the yeah action but that's scenes. Uh, that's the commercial part though <laughs> I want to yeah. see Iron Man and Captain America fight. I understand the yeah. values at play because they have a conversation about it. They have many conversations about yeah. it. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just I'm just saying that Marvel continues to be what it is because of a number of facets. One, it's consistent. Two, it's got big names. It's got a lot of money, and it's appealing. Yeah. yeah. To the majority of people. To watch superhero A fight superhero B or supervillain A or whatever. To me, like, and I I yeah. I, I feel like. Isn't that part of why we, I don't know, latch on to some superhero stories, comic books, things like that is because of that power fantasy? I want to be like, like that right. guy. Why is it like, yeah. I, I, you know, like as a kid, I can't tell you how many times I would have loved to just like, I my thing was like, I always want to be the warrior in this video game. I want to be super strong. I wanted to be the strongest, The you know, like you want to be, mm-hmm. and, and that is like the... You can you can almost live through that fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. Through, the vicarious the thrill, right? right. No, yeah, exactly, see. exactly. Through the comic books, through. I mean, you know, I'll say it again. That's why I related to Wolverine so much, is because my healing I mean, is who, way who better than anybody else. Who as a kid never tried to? Uh, who never tried to do key blasts? You know, from Dragon Ball Z, right? <laughs> At least once. Oh, yeah, the comic, <laughs> can, huh? can you Easy. pose in pictures yeah. in Boy Scouts, yeah. man? Like, come on, can you force Tom? Every time we talk about something like this, you, you talk about the the sort of uh, victim and survival mentality, and I wonder what that's about. Because you, you bring it up every time and you always use that verbiage. Do you, I mean, do you think that every character and every person has to be damaged and that the only merit of being successful in life is by overcoming some kind of shortcoming? I think it's a good narrative drive. You know, we want to hear about how people overcome through great struggle and i just i just i just connect with it better than you know wanting to be you know the biggest baddest guy in the land because i think that could be a potentially dangerous ideology to think you know you're in the right you have all the power sure and i don't know it's just you know great power comes great responsibility but you need to be more vulnerable and i just don't see that in the avenger have you watched all of the marvel movies i think i i mean i watched up to which ones have you actually seen can you name them all? I don't even remember because they're all like kind of fade together. There's only there's, only, f- there's only four Avengers. <laughs> so there's the Avengers, Age of Ultron, Infinity War, and Endgame, yeah, and then Civil War. If you really want to, yeah, I've seen all this. It's definitely Avenger level budget. The core of my question is why 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 the suffering? Why why does every character have to start at such a disadvantage? Why does something have to happen to them? I mean. I, I realize that it's it's good narrative drive, but it, it seems like that that's the only story that you're really interested in. I think it should be equal, the amount of force you introduce in a story and the amount of impact. You know, it's like, if you're going to have great force, you should show great impact, or which will probably be suffering because it's a drama. And so, like, if you're going to have superpowers, you probably should have super suffering. Yeah, and a lot of characters have that. It's just not I mean, as well illustrated in Marvel. 
I don't I don't know about that. I feel like they touch up on that a lot when it comes to the last couple of movies. Like in Civil sure. War. Sure. What I'm saying is in the introduction, in the like setup. They destroy a city and they don't think twice. See, yeah. that was honestly. Well, there's one a whole movie biggest, about it. Right. <laughs> there's right. a whole movie like, about that it. Was, that was one of my biggest things. It's like there's so much though. destruction in all of those movies, right? And at some point, it's like a little hard to watch, right? They blow up half of the New York, they drop the entire city of Sokovia down and it kills I didn't, like I didn't feel that way while I was watching right? it. It doesn't it, it kills like thousands like like a bunch of people, a bunch of bunch of people. And they do touch up on that at a later date though. In the first Avengers movie, nobody gives a shit that everything is blowing up. They're just like, "Yeah, Avengers go." And then Well, I mean, but the thing is it's not the Avengers' fault. In the if first they one. weren't there, I mean, the fucking world would have been that's fair. gone. That's fair. That's fair. But I think that that's a bigger reason Strike as first. to why well, like, that's a big... I fucking knew you'd bring that, that up, you son of a bitch. That's a big point of why they lean so heavily into picking a side in Civil War, right? Is because mm-hmm. Iron Man and everybody that's behind him thinks that the Avengers should be held in check. Where Captain America mm-hmm. says, we need to be able to decide for ourselves when we should take action. Nobody else can right. decide for us because we're the people that are risking our lives to do it. The centrist versus the libertarian. Yeah. But yeah, and what I like about that is I don't know film. if they really they don't really offer a an answer either of what's the right way to they go. Really Obviously don't. it's a Captain America movie so you're like supposed to be I on am his not side on Well yeah, they're both they're both wrong. But I am not in I don't know, man. <laughs> like they're both just, wrong, that's the point. Yeah. But but yeah. they do it in such a way in my opinion that it's not these are two outcomes. What's another way that we can do it? They say A or B. This is mm-hmm. these are the sides that you can choose, right? There's no mm-hmm. C option. There's no all of the above. It's side sign the contract and be held in check, or don't and be a fucking war. Well, that's apparently. that's what happens right. in high conflict is that we don't have the opportunity to explore all these different avenues because. There's an inciting event, and we have to deal with it right now. Right, right. People want yeah. action to come from reaction. I, I mean, Scarlet Witch blew up that thing. fucking building, killed all those people. Well, don't they say that in one of the movies? Were the Avengers not the Prevengers or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why they were shitting yeah. on Tony Stark because he wanted to prevent all this stuff before it even happened, and that was his concept for putting a suit all around the world, where mm-hmm. you know Captain America. <laughs> the core of the Civil War film is just security versus freedom. Right, right. But the point of the movie is, the, is showed that it's so nuanced that there really isn't an exchange of power that society can make with people that can really answer the question. Hmm. Because it's always changing. And even the heroes don't know the answer. Right. Clearly. Yeah. I feel like that's pretty Still, painfully obvious. I think we can all agree that Civil War is the best film. It is. It is. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. It's the hardest. It's the only one that actually makes me, it makes me question, is Captain America being a bitch? Yeah, and it pushes Captain America still from the warrior mindset. Well, yeah, it is. I, Tom, I don't know what else to tell you. It's about a bunch of superly able people. They're not going to just sit down and have harsh words with each other, right? They're not politicians. There's going to be a fight at some point. That's what they do. That's the point. That's just how we visualize conflict is through fighting. Yeah. So, Tom. So, one of the things I'm I'm kind of hearing from you is is um, the glorification of like the warrior mindset right and and really like the glorification of violence itself right is like that's the tool that we have available to us to solve whatever problem it is right um and i think your point is is valid in that we net we definitely have to have the exact same amount or even more types of stories that are about somebody presented with a sort of violent situation that then chooses to take the nonviolent approach to solve it, right? And the more situ- the more stories we tell with that in mind, the more we as a society can kind of, you know, use those to apply, use those situations to apply it to our own lives and maybe see another nonviolent option within any given moment, right? It's sort of like practice within our heads. Um, but I don't think right. there's necessarily the Cultural anything- narrative. Right, exactly, exactly. So I definitely agree with you there. I don't, I, but I, I think I disagree with you in that, uh, watching something like a superhero film necessarily promotes the warrior mindset. I would say it probably does glorify violence a bit, and I don't know but, how, what to do about okay, that because they are definitely a lot of fun to watch. But to that, to that end, though, so does 
the UFC. I mean, football almost glorifies violence. Uh, like a lot of ways <laughs> that we... I have my own problems with football, I mean, too. I, I'm not a sports fan. I'm not a sports fan. So we can talk about that all day after the recording. But mm-hmm. I think just, that it's yeah. more a societal standpoint that almost glorifies violence more so than like more than anything else you know call of duty mm-hmm. uh i mean the marvel movies do it to an extent a lot of cinema a lot of, like tv shows books an endless amount of things it doesn't always have to necessarily be the violence either like i was just thinking about like what is it that actually you know i really enjoy about the the fighting in marvel movies and stuff and usually it's not necessarily like the violence against a person it's more just the 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 spectacle right the huge impact stuff right i was thinking about because i just watched a a movie that was not marvel it was a a disaster movie right me and my mom watch a lot of disaster movies too together and um uh you know those if they're actually produced well do a really good job of like you know showing huge huge levels of destruction absolutely and part of that is just fun to watch gigantic things explode and and like (laughs) things you wouldn't it's fun in world war one and world war two propaganda too yeah. Thank you. Thank you for doing it. I mean I mean like, you know, watching a giant super volcano explode, it's like, that's fucking dope, man. I I guess there's a sublime element to it. Sure. Of staring into the abyss. Yeah. But to to the point of the violence, I, I think there's a there's a dissonance here we're talking about. Because not all violence is the same. Right. Even even in the like thing of the Civil War fight at the very end where Bucky and Steve and Right. Tony are all fighting each other. They're beating the shit out of each other, right. and it's yeah. it's a, it gets a little gruesome towards the end. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're really fucking each other up. The thing is that in that fight, it's not about the fighting; it's about the values. Right. And the reason that you know one person loses or not in the, in a cinematic fight is because of their values. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the fucking you're not strong enough to face me, and it's like okay, why do you think you know Luke loses his first fight against Vader? Because he's not ready to fight him. And it's not about skill, and it's not about the actual fighting. It's just about the values at play. Now, watching a movie Even like Fight Club, scene. yeah, watching something like Fight Club and watching two people actually kick the shit out of each other is really hard to watch. I don't enjoy watching Fight Club for the fights, and it's not about the violence. It's just mm-hmm. I don't like watching people scrap because mm-hmm. nothing's at stake, just bodily harm, and it's not fucking fun for me to watch. Mm-hmm. And I in any given like, situation, but for some people, okay, yeah. for the for the deviant. Sure. My point is that in in a given situation, my first mind isn't what's wow, who, who how the fuck would I beat the shit out of this guy? That's a very rare circumstance. I don't know if I've ever I rarely rarely ever thing. think about resorting to violence. Right. Only in a only in a point where I feel physically threatened, like, you know, mm-hmm. going to my car late at night and there's a guy walking really fast towards my car, do I think, "Hmm, do I ball up my keys?" I don't think that violence is that prevalent. I just think that we hear about it a lot in the average person. And I think even in something like, you know, Civil War, that, that fight between them, it's not glorifying the, the violence. It's it's tough. It kind of shows the futility of it. It's hard to watch. And it shows their faces while they're doing it yeah. and how they fucking hate what they're doing right now. Yeah. yeah. This episode is going to be uh, <laughs> the glorification of violence in Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Which is good. I think that's, that's what it's turned that's into. That's fine. I just well, I don't know I, what I'm glad. to talk about. I mean, the first, like, half of it was just us going, yeah, Marvel's great, except for when they did this <laughs> weird thing, and then, like, now we're actually talking about the stuff that... I'll feel free to shit on it. The context. Yeah. The context. I'm just yeah. always wary of what everybody likes, especially if it's uh, about you know, mm-hmm. violence. You know, it's like, it's happened in history, you know, people have been, they show films that don't show the realities of war, and people are like, yeah, let's go to war! It looks fun! Now, Tom... You know, I, that's I, what uh, sh- Doctor Strange Love was about, sure. wasn't it? Uh, Tom, you watched Breaking Bad. Did you enjoy that? I'm not. I'm not yeah, trying to like real set film. you up. T- Our series. Yeah, but uh, so I'm just. I'm. I'm curious in your mind, like, what's the uh, distinction between something like Breaking Bad and something like a Marvel movie? They take more time to actually explore the emotions and effects and consequences. Mm-hmm. There's. There's less about violence makes you stronger. Can I touch? And you didn't enjoy the scene. It's in the just first a tragedy, Can I which touch is. On that? I think Marvel would be better if it was tragedy. You, did, you didn't enjoy the explosion in the first season. What's that? When he when he goes into Tuco's office and blows it up, it's kind of horrifying. <laughs> I want to touch on that. It's for, cool though. For just a second, it's kind of horrifying. It also, yeah, yeah. has a lot to do with Marvel being a superhero. The Marvel movies 
being a superhero series already makes it a fantastical fantasy yeah we're kind of arguing genre expectations at this point right where like breaking bad is so much more a crime drama because it's they're just regular it's people. a crime drama set in 2006 it's a, right, it's a chemistry it's a chemistry teacher it and shows a the realities yeah you know and a high school dropout yeah. and i think that's kind of the the, the dissonance for you so, tom so is like, that you're talking about yeah the realities of the the actual reality of a situation where comic book movies are fantasy well it's like for example the 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 opinion of the vietnam war swayed actually saw real footage and photos coming out and they're like oh shit that's fucked up as opposed to just the manufactured image that they were projected you know that got them to go over there and you know fight for sure but vietnam wasn't a war worth fighting anyway yeah there's also a a very big distinction between propaganda of this is the enemy like in real life and it's you're justified in going over and killing them versus a made-up enemy and a made-up guy fighting each other. I, I agree with you, Tom. I, I think that the distinction between war for war's sake and war for values is is definitely mm-hmm. something that you know has to be in place. <laughs> Can we do a little bit of compare and contrast when it comes to like DC and Marvel? Do you guys want to talk sure. about that at all? Because no, oh boy, I know this is a big. This is a big. I'm not. I'm. I mean, really not going to be able to talk maybe about that we don't, much. Like, just... Maybe we don't really even have enough time left to to discuss it. But that's okay. I this is where we put forth the champion. I'll be the champion of the the naysayers. Okay. Uh, so we were talking earlier about the moral conflictions, uh, the plot points when it comes to the Marvel cinematics as a whole, right? Where it's not necessarily a bunch of characters that have their own character arcs. They go through developments. It's more so just plot points that are happening, and then things are happening around those plot points. Right. When when I when I kind of look more at, I guess, a DC or a Marvel standpoint, um, do you feel like DC is a little bit better than that or better at that? I feel like there's been a huge argument for a long, long time that the discussion between DC versus Marvel, it seems like the internet fandom that i have been in contact with more so says that dc has better story and marvel has better heroes <laughs> the ambassador of dc comics fandom yeah, has been has have been in touch with me that's me that's, that's actually i am the ambassador i have that's my reddit is the dc ambassador of all comics damn for the internet i do think dc has better villains like the Joker, it's one of my favorite villains I sure. you got two faces, pretty cool. <laughs> well, you, Batman. Villains. I like the Joker. I think, as a no, I think. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a rogues guy. gallery element. I think that's the rogues gallery idea that you don't just throw rogues villains gallery. away when you're done with the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no. Rogues gallery is a term they used in comics for Batman and all these, all the Justice League superheroes of having this repertoire of villainry that they can fight against continually because they don't kill anybody. Right. Right. Flash doesn't right. kill people. They represent a value or something. Yeah. Right. And they come into constant conflict with these guys because Batman always locks his villains up and they escape and then they you know, get gangs together and do whatever they do. But they don't kill anybody. Superman categorically doesn't kill anybody. Unless, you know, one of the ten timelines where he becomes a villain. Right. I mean, Spider-Man <laughs> is like the only Marvel hero that I can think of that doesn't kill the bad guys, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. I feel like it's no, he's, just he's, Spider-Man. He's got a Didn't pretty expansive... Yeah, I feel like it's the just Spider-Man. Did he kill the goblin? Uh, I think that's more of a they destroyed themselves. Yeah, fair enough. Where like they die, but he doesn't kill them. Like Thor kills people. Well, yeah, like, he's an actual warrior. Yeah, like Thor kills people, <laughs> right? He's a god. He kills other gods. Yeah. That's what he does. Like hammer. <laughs> yeah, he smashes their head with a hammer. Yeah. He literally <laughs> cuts <laughs> like, off Thanos' him. head in that movie. Right? That's pretty fun. He literally cuts off Thanos' head. Just, just as a side note, I mean, Spider-Man is supposed to be this the all-american boy for the the marvel side of things not captain america no not really because in the civil war comics in the civil war continuities the idea is that spider-man is the embodiment of the answer he's supposed to be better than iron man and captain america he is the right answer the thing is that he's too young to to lead the child to be sacrificed not to not to be sacrificed to lead after one of them is dead (laughs) 
And I that's why I really like the Civil War continuity. It's just I don't like the film version of it in that element because Peter's way too young to do anything right. or to 16, really have a say. Like he's he's fucking Tony's boy in right. that movie. Right. Yeah. Mr. Stark says you're a bad guy. I gotta fuck you up. Right. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Thanks, Morty. Right. <laughs> But that's that's I I think that's why Spider Man is one of the most appealing characters, and it was the greatest choice of all the Marvel characters to make a film about. And, you know, we we can say the the Sam Raimi Spider Man movie saved Marvel from going under yesteryear. You know, that's just the truth. Yeah, he keeps his integrity for sure. Spider Man. So I can't wait to see my boy Toby come back. Just like I I agree honestly. I think uh, when it comes to this separate spider-man i think toby Maguire was the best peter parker mm-hmm. uh i think andrew what's his name good spider-man Garfield. yeah i think he andrew was Garfield. a better good spider-man. spider-man but i think tom holland is the. i agree no i think i think tom holland is like the perfect in the middle where like he's really good at both not the best but he's really yeah. good all right at I'll, both. I'll give you he's all right with both Andrew Garfield was way too cool of a Peter Parker. That was my problem. He skated and he wore headphones and no one really bullied him and shit. He was like Uh. the cool nerd, right? He was like where where nerds are cool and like that's hip. Baby face. Yeah, he he was the the hipster dude. Yeah, Right, exactly. Toby was was a fucking, he was a funny Spider-Man. He was great He was such a dork. He was the best Peter Parker. If he ran into anybody and they're like, holy shit, it's Spider-Man. It's like, hey. Yeah. Peter? Like, he's no. too fucking awkward. Like, <laughs> Three movies and he couldn't get cool. Yeah, he got emo, but he couldn't get cool. Right. But I mean, it wasn't even Try. him that got emo. It wasn't. Even, I mean, he got that cool dance. It wasn't even the children were stunned yeah. on him. Right. Cool. Wasn't even him that got emo. It was Venom that was like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna take over for a minute." And he's like, "Oh yeah, we can be angsty." Oh yeah, like, sex appeal. <laughs> Except no one finds me sexy for some reason. It was very ambiguous. I didn't understand the sequence. He was gyrating, and some of the women were, like, into it, and other women were like, what the fuck is this guy? Well, the, that's just reality right there. Some people are going to be into it, some people aren't. I read I read an interview with Sam Raimi, and he said that the the whole point of that was just to make Peter look fucking stupid. He's like, yeah, look at look how much of a tool he is in this scene. Because if you, if, you, if you take the music out of that, and you just watch this fucking douchebag walk down New York dancing, you're like, I mean, today we might think, yeah, that's a homeless guy, you know? <laughs> This dude's gonna. This guy. This dude's gonna go perform in the in the train station. That guy is off his mitts. <laughs> anyway, or that guy is uh, referencing the Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a, Peter Parker. Uh, DC Rogues Galleries. Back to that. So I don't know. Do you find that true? That DC is, has better writing. Does DC have better writers and and Marvel has better heroes? I feel like the better well, the heroes movies don't thing, have better writing. Oh, the movies are terrible. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, except for the Dark Knight trilogy, like, right, right, exactly. The Christopher <laughs> Nolan trilogy, fantastic. It's pure. Just leave it alone. It's perfect. It's pure. It's it perfect. <laughs> it's great. It's amazing. Well, we got the actual trilogy we're supposed to get. It's amazing. With, uh, um, I fucking fucking wish Heath Ledger hadn't died. I know. I know. Damn it. So sad. So 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 sad. I would have loved um, to see the fucking Joker two face team up oh, yeah. in Dark Knight three. I I feel like Marvel has better heroes more so comes from the standpoint that dc has a couple heroes that almost have no weaknesses sure they're all god dear yeah yeah a lot of them I mean, are except yeah. batman batman's just a regular dude right and that's part of yeah. why people love him so much is he's mm-hmm. batman is like the top tier of what a human can be right he's in peak physical yeah. condition he's super duper smart he's an amazing detective and has a lot of like uh, like he has a good uh uh how do i want to phrase it he has a really good like problem solving mind frame yeah gets mad like superhuman human abilities he's mad also right he's also super fucking suave and sophisticated yeah. <laughs> has a lot of money he batman has all the things he's the total yeah, human abilities yeah, turned to a 11 a litany yeah. of good voice right. actors yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> but aside from him, I feel like Superman especially. I mean, you Superman know is damaged goods. Let's talk about let's talk about Wonder Woman <laughs> for a second because not a lot of people Okay. Wonder Woman has a brand new movie out, right? Wonder Woman 84. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't really know, but me either. She looks uh, like a beautiful woman. Wonder Woman has <laughs> 
so much power under the like under the her I guess her resume of what she has done in the comic book story. Like she has literally pulled the earth with her lasso, <laughs> right? To avoid I think there was like a Pretty meteor awesome. or something that was I like gonna <laughs> hit Earth and Wonder Woman lassoed the Earth and pulled it out of the way. That sounds like golden that the, sounds like golden age fuckery. I mean, I think it is. Like move the, the asteroid. I, I don't know, dude. Because Wonder it's way moon, cooler like, to throw the Earth like, right. and fuck up the orbit. Wonder Woman didn't I think about like that? I feel like it's going to fuck up the moon. No, it wouldn't. Also, the gravity <laughs> of Earth would pull the meteor towards it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like listing comic book achievements because of all the different continuities. It makes the character seem remarkably inconsistent. It's like there's a Batman who who merges with the Mobius chair and becomes a, a god who knows everything. Mm-hmm. That's not the Batman. I know the Batman I know is from the Batman animated series. But they do you know, that in from Marvel the Justice too. League animated series. They do that in Marvel too, all the time. Even in I'm the- not saying they don't. Yeah. I'm just saying that when we're talking about the ubiquitous Batman, I don't think of Mobius chair Batman. No, I don't think of the Batman who laughs. You know, I, I don't think of all these. <laughs> I don't think of all these different versions of Batman. And when I think of Wonder Woman, I don't think of the Wonder Woman who could lasso the entire Earth and move it out of the way of a meteor, ironically. I think of the In the goddess. Amazonian. The, 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 the Thor-level Wonder Woman. Right. Yes, please. Because right. that's what she is. Yeah. If we if we had to give her a Marvel equivalent in the films, yeah. she's oh, probably as powerful I would love an Thor. Avengers yeah. full of just hot, <laughs> beautiful women. Hell, dude, I mean, are easy. Are they making it? They do that for like a whole minute. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I like. She's. My well, are they making adventure. a movie about about it? I thought the, when when I thought I just heard something well when that. Captain Marvel oh at the comes Birds in, of Prey right? movie the, oh god oh yeah no we're not talking about that when Captain Marvel comes in at the end of Endgame right and she has to get the Infinity Gauntlet into the back yeah. of the with her smile she gets fucking punched yeah, out of the movie yeah she doesn't even do it she's supposed to ex like she comes in as like an ex machina I'm gonna save everything I'm gonna blow up the entire fleet exactly T-pose down smile. Yeah. and then he just oh power stone by the way bah! and then get, right. the, get the fuck out of here woman right but when she comes in to do that, right, it's like all, all of the women come together behind yeah, yeah. her and they're like, we can do women. it. And they don't. <laughs> then they don't. They don't. I, I really <laughs> dismiss them. The whole point of that. Yeah. They what? Really, no, they, no. Their, their only purpose was to curry Spider-Man with the gauntlet. Right. Right. But and they just Captain made Peter Marvel look like a bitch. It. Captain Marvel gets it, though. Like. Yeah, sure. She gets the gauntlet. In the movie, hold on, hold on. When you were in, when you were in theater, or wherever you saw it, when you saw the 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 woman come together, the all you know, Valkyrie and all the people come together. Yep. Did you think, wow, this is the woman scene? Did you that's think that in the movie? Absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I I I it came out and I was like, huh, this is the woman power scene. Yeah. And then I was okay with it. I, I've never had myself flip that quickly before. I've never been so aware get pulled out of a movie so fast yeah. and then go right back in. I thought, oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly <laughs> okay, how I felt. Fine. Yeah, sure. that's sure. exactly, that is exactly how I felt, honestly, is when they when they all got together. Yeah. The whole Looks fight is just one big montage of the heroes doing things from the comic books and doing cool shit. It's like, there's going to be a moment like that. Yeah. There's going to be a Tony watched- and Captain America movie yeah. part. And he's like, oh, cool. Peter's going to do some web slinging. I watched the fucking uh, Avengers Assemble scene from uh, from Endgame on YouTube all the time. And every time it gives me chills. Which one? It's cool. <laughs> the, it's the fucking scene. cool, dude. The, the portal when scene where they the all show up. Come out oh, of the, oh, the portals oh, oh, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they and actually show says, up with an army. he finally says the line. Right. When Infinity War should have been. Yeah. It's like, Fuck okay, yeah, dog. it's not just Wakandan army. Now we've right. got all the badasses. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, it and is. Hulk in his gimpy arm. <laughs> oh, I snap! Ugh. Why don't they just use the time travel thing to go to the uh, a timeline before she disappears and just bring her <laughs> to theirs? Who? Black Widow. Like, uh, oh, she's dead. Why don't they just go to a, a timeline and grab her from that timeline and say, "Fuck that timeline." Now we have now we have our nap back. Because I know it was about it's it's like oh that that seems morally reprehensible. Right. It wouldn't be right if I didn't bring her back with the soul stone. Or- just go back and like grab her before she hits the bottom. Why do you even need to get her? The back sacrifice is made. It's all about the. It's all about the intent. Why do you? Why it's all about the have, intent, right? Like, why do we even need to do that though? Why do we need to bring her back? Who cares about Black Widow? I'm just saying. It's it's a, it's a it's another thing. It's another question to ask. Why don't they just do this? 
Yeah. I mean, I feel like there <laughs> there were a few moments. There were a few moments where I was just kind of like, well, how come they're not? How come they're not? It's doing just this? when you have something as powerful as the Infinity yeah. Gauntlet, it begs the question of, well, why don't you just do this? Right. It seems stupid to not do this. Right. You got the Time Stone, even. Yeah. You get. You can just hold on. Go all the way back to right before she hits the ground. <laughs> it's a paradox, but it works. I still have the Soul Stone. Now, Fuck you. And she's and she's gone from the timeline. So you still you still have the reason for going back mm. to get her. She was still gone, so it doesn't cause a paradox. It's fine. Easy. <laughs> we should write the movie. Now, it's a parody. Well, we should write our now, own. We can do it. We can do it. <laughs> Avengers Endgame version two, where it makes sense. <laughs> what I didn't quite understand about like the the, the, the gauntlet <laughs> thing was like I thought that by having the time stone in there, that when he erased everyone from from or half the people from existence it wasn't that he killed them he erased them part of having the time stone is that they never existed in the first place so shouldn't that have rewritten all of time so they shouldn't have remembered the people i think the point well yeah it doesn't make sense because the point i think i've heard the argument that the time stone is supposed to be so that he can affect all of the universe at once but isn't that what the space stone does if he's allowed to teleport anywhere that he should be able to affect the whole universe powerful yeah but having the time stone seems ir- irrelevant almost. But what? Uh, bah, uh, hmm. The space stone though doesn't let which like which one which one is the one that allows them to go through different realities though, or is that just like a combination stone? of them? Is it the reality? The reality stone? stone. What do you mean go through realities? Like change reality? Well, no, not cha- that th- because that's what I thought that the that the reality stone was for, right? To physically change your reality mm-hmm. but the one that lets them mm-hmm. go through different universes is that just like a combination of two of them they they can't do that what but do they mean? do that's exactly what they do yeah but now with what the now with the gauntlet when they go when they go when they go to different when they go to different timelines and steal the stones and then put yeah. them back yeah they don't use the gauntlet to do that is that just a time the, stone, thing? the stones don't exist that's just a, that's that's just the time. They use time to travel. Time remember tony tony figured out time tony figured out time travel at his lake house right yeah. Oh, we can't like fucking it. figure this out. And he figured it out in a night. Right. Like, <laughs> He's like, oh, by the way. Yeah, I'm an engineer. This makes sense. I just had a... I'm an engineer. I could... I Sure. Done. Theoretical physics? Time travel? Yeah, that's in my repertoire. Also, I do... I, I feel like I definitely have a gripe with uh, the second Ant-Man movie in particular, where it seems oh, like they're talking Paul about Rick. all of this scientific stuff about... Yeah. 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 And I, I do like Ant-Man. I like him in the universe and everything. I think he's kind of neat. I like <laughs> Paul fun. Rudd. I think he's funny. Such a throwaway. But I think that in that movie specifically, they just make up like scientific phrases by putting the word quantum. Yes. In. Yes. And they're like, oh, it's quantum this. How, don't you quantum quantum? Back to the quantum? very beginning quantum, of the podcast. quantum quantuming the- when you're quantum space and quantum time. <laughs> it's like, dude, what the fuck? And like Paul Rudd even acknowledges it in the movie. He's like, do you guys just make up stuff with the word quantum? Like he That's- says that in the movie. Yeah. And I was to, like, yeah. To, to spell our fear it, of it not real. being real, <laughs> yeah. not being true. It's just it's just Captain America all over again. Yeah. The only reason that Ant Man exists <laughs> is to introduce the concept of the quantum realm, hmm. because it doesn't make sense to introduce it with any of the other characters. Right. We need Ant Man for this, right. so that we can ham fist our time travel <laughs> in Endgame. Yeah. Honestly, when Infinity War happened and he snapped them all into existence, I thought that they just went to a separate universe. <laughs> I thought there was two universes in parallel, <laughs> and half the people were at their own, and the other half were the other. So oh. I thought there was, I thought in Endgame there was going to be two stories running parallel, trying to merge the universes back together. They got banished oh, to the cornfield. I thought I, really I, cool. I was like, whoa! I I cracked the code. It's like the Twilight Zone where they get banished yeah. to the cornfield. I thought for fucking sure that, that was what was going to happen. No, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> banished to the cornfield. Okay. I really, really, <laughs> really I thought that that, that was going to happen. I was so I was so excited. Now, can I can I tell you something that is real? Israel? Something. <laughs> My love Adam. for you. <laughs> Something called quantum loop gravity. That's a real thing. Shut the fuck up. Sounds made up. I had it to does sound made quantum up. to figure out like what the fuck they were even talking about. Yeah, and quantum makes me help. think it's fake. It did not help at all. It's both fake and real. Yep. I was like, what the fuck does it's quantum anyway. even? It's actually, actually both like, and I know that, Like quantum physics is real, right? Like that's a that's a real yep. concept. 
And so yeah. I had to Google what a the real theoretical con- concept. Right, a real theoretical concept. Yeah, I had to Google what quantum meant to, e- <laughs> to, be to just like try and understand what they were talking about in the movie, and it did not help at all. It's a little. It's a little. It's a little what? I think it's tinier, actually. Yeah, it is. it's probably smaller. You know, it's, it's yeah, more yeah. like this. Yeah. Enlarge, enlarge for <laughs> right. Yeah, enlarge for illustrated purposes. Yeah. yeah. Not actual size. Uh, I think quantum was his dick. You could think of it, yeah, twice the size, twice the size of your dick. You know, Ouch, that's what quantum is. Dang. Ouch, man. We don't talk. Got about him that. and didn't get him at the same time. Oh. Real. That's too. Real. I don't know what quantum means. Still. Oh. That's unfathomable. Oh, just kill the cat, why don't you? Just fucking kill the yeah, cat. Man. Yeah, Schrodinger. That's the zinger to end the episode so, on. So, okay. Well, so we can, I'm fine Quantum is no, no, it's, uh, yeah. twice the size of your dick. It's like, no, oh. if, you, if you got something else. I mean, I kind of do. I just... I, Go ahead. You just edit it around. It was just some, well, I mean, oh, yeah, just, I'll just edit it. It was just a... <laughs> it was, we'll just make SK do it whenever... But... I mean, don't ask me for anything department. else. Then don't. Oh, where's the where's the logo? Where's the animation? So, oh boy, <laughs> I've been fucking listening to podcasts for six hours. I think that <laughs> if I if I recall, aren't the X Men supposed to be a part of the Infinity War also? So I think I so. in the Marvel films, mm. are they just on a different Earth? Like the X Men don't exist. On I'm Earth assuming that in the cinematic universe, whatever mutative thing has happened hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yeah. yet. Otherwise, how else are they gonna? I mean, Scarlet Witch and, and Quicksilver are supposed to be mutants, right? But they said that they were original Germans. iteration. Yeah, they're supposed to be Magneto's kids. Yeah, but in this version, they made them Inhumans. Right. <laughs> they're in Magneto's they're fucking in wife and child <laughs> and fucking Shalvanero. Yeah. What? He's like, why does this always happen to me? <laughs> yeah, Bro. they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be Magneto's kids. I forget which and film. They, they apocalypse or whatever. Yeah, one of one of the X Men movies. Yeah, I am looking forward to what yeah, Marvel boink. Studios does with the X Men movies, though. I'm assuming that they're going to though... use the the unblip as the reason that the the cosmic energy from the snap created the mutants. Probably. Oh, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Uh, yeah, but if I can think of it, it's a stupid reason. Fair. It's just oh yeah, easy. The two snaps. That's that's the first wave of mutants and the second wave. Magneto's just gonna be a full ass grown adult. Just fucking. I was never in Auschwitz, but I can bend metal. <laughs> Look at me, I'm really cool. Well, that's why I just think that it would be Every better. And they, actually, they could wreck. They could retcon Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch being his kids. He could just be their dad. Just their my son is dad. dead. My my daughter is angry that her sex doll was killed. I'm gonna bend metal <laughs> like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. Yeah. Watch your pocket. Where's change. Wolverine? I'm gonna fuck that dude up. I mean the whole bend his bones. I mean the first the first rendition of Wolverine was in a Hulk comic, wasn't it? So like they there's there's your Hulk movie. There's your Hulk movie. Hulk and Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, Hulk versus Wolverine. Yeah. And That's they a good get animated one. Daniel Radcliffe as as Wolverine. Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He made a joke about As Wolverine? That. Yeah, yeah. They were like, He's actually like Jonah Hill proportionally correct. Yeah, dude, did you? He's guys the right know height. Wolverine is five foot three. That blue. Yeah, he's my super short. Mind. He's a manlet. That blew my mind when I found that out. Honestly, they almost passed on Hugh Jackman because he was so tall. Yeah, like boy, it's fucking and old. Dude, yeah, six old. two. Yeah, you're like literally <laughs> tall. That's not what Wolverine's Wolverine. supposed to be about. Yeah, when I Wolverine's found that supposed out, to be tiny and mean. When I found that out, I was like, oh yeah, the name Wolverine kind of makes more sense now that he's five foot three. It's like, yeah, he's a little... He's, he's always like, been, baby boy. <laughs> like, I just never knew. Hugh Jackman is just huge yeah, jacked man. Until, until pretty recently, you know? like I Because, like, a lot, in a lot of the comic book panels, like, it's not really a great comparison for his height against some of the other people. Bro, you make him full in the panel, fucking Tony's all the way up here at fucking 5'8". I mean, yeah. You know? <laughs> you're like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Wolverine! Yeah, he's a little... He's you go after Thanos' ankles. He's a little guy. We'll get the rest of him. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, uh, I'm glad you. I'm glad you like that one. I have a hard oh. time believing that five three Wolverine fucks. Dude, he fucks. Right. I, I imagine he fucks like a rabbit. You know, just like grapple around the thighs and just be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no chance of survival. No. 
<laughs> pounded into submission. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's Jesus how he does Christ. it. Man. That's how he does it. Thanks for joining us on the Soil Podcast. I hope you enjoyed hearing us. There it is. Talk about Marvel and our superheroes and how DC's talk better about so sometimes. Much shit. <laughs> um, yeah, we talk talked about, about so a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, we talked about that. If you'd like, uh, give us. We learned a lot. <laughs> Click this that subscribe button, like it, share with your friends who like Marvel or hate it. It's just showing we we cover both perspectives, so everybody's gonna love it. Share it with everybody. Tom, where can where can they find where all the where all can they find the podcast, Tom? Ooh, that's a good question. What was it? <laughs> I didn't study for this test. Wait, wait oh, YouTube, YouTube, Facebook, Facebook, Google. I think it, I think it's on Instagram. Anchor, Spotify, Google, whatever that is. It's Spotify, a podcast. podcast. It's a podcast. Apple. So there's there's lots of audio platforms as well. Audio platforms. Wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> you know, like Spotify or Apple Music or Google Podcasts. I think it's just podcasts now. Just check us out wherever you want to listen to us. And whatever that thing is there, do the thing. Who's your yeah, favorite Marvel fucking... superhero? What what kind of moral dilemmas do you have about it? <laughs> I like the call to action after the wrap-up. Yeah. Why don't you tell us what you think about uh, Matt's dick being half the size of a quantum unit? <laughs> Why don't we talk about that? That's the main question that we want answered. How do you guys Put a microscope emoji in the comments. About my half a quantum dick. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We love you.